0: Hey, welcome to the Junto Show.
1: I'm Lance, and I'm Woke with Jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of Venture Out. Come sign up and read my new
2: And I'm Bo. Only the paranoid survive. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all this time, everybody made fun of me for being a germaphobe. Germaphobe tendencies for years, and then pandemic came. and said, if you touch the mail, you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> And that was Get right on. all along. <laughs> <laughs> so how's everybody doing? It's been a little while since you've recorded. It's good to be back in Junto Town. Any uh any news or updates you want to give to the audience? Anybody?
1: Bo, how are you first man?
2: I'm okay. Actually I was gonna bring something up. Um oh, yeah. not, it's nothing nothing bad. I haven't I haven't done anything with it, so I'm I'm gonna try to give myself um revamp my look a little bit. I got some hair products. Right. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I haven't put any in but um, I, but I'm gonna try so there's, there's four different main hair products at least for men that I know about. There's uh, gel, cream, pomade, and clay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna try clay because I've never I've never done clay. I've never, I haven't done pomade before but I don't think I'm a pomade kind of guy.
0: I used to use pomade. That that may be for black guys. I used to use pomade, so
2: go with clay. <laughs>
0: I don't know what any. I don't know what clay is, so that must be for you.
1: Like <laughs> clay is like a medium hold, matte finish. You know, pomade's a shiny finish. Which you're right, bro. That's probably not you. Yeah. yeah I, but to... I, I but I think you need to go crazier, man. I think you, you need to grow out the hair on top, grow out the hair on the bottom. You know, cut. Cut the size real short, like a, a buzz cut on the size or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like just do something wild, man. Why not?
2: <laughs> yep. I'll, I'll try to go for that. Um, if if I had the looks for the uh, the God of War, what's his name, Kratos? Yeah, if Kratos. I could pull that off, I'd be pretty happy.
0: He got he's got a, a triangle beard, one of those uh, Van Dykes. Isn't that uh, what Kratos he, rocks? He, oh,
2: he does. He's got the beard good. and the you know the mullet not the mullet, but the mohawk going on.
0: So. I don't think that's a Kratos. Kratos is bald. It, it's it's fine. Bald? <laughs> yeah, it's fine though. <laughs> right. Maybe,
2: oh, it's, like the, maybe it. it's the red paint. Let's see here.
1: Yeah, you, you, right. you you Google that while I introduce the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
2: Google All right. this.
1: All right, so, so Bo going to the barber shop and hey, give me the Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, fam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't do the Kratos. I'm looking at him. No, I can't pull off his beard. He has two uh, too nice of a beard. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I think a few years ago you, you said, hey, give me the sling blade. <laughs>
2: <laughs> got a pretty mouth. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so we are the Junto, and the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show's not quite that stuffy, but here and there, we stumble upon something profound
1: profound
0: between the geeky jokes all right and today is december 21st uh, 2020 the i have yet to manifest my powers i feel gypped um so we'll see what happens with that and it's officially the winter solstice and capricorn season so i'm at the height of my powers supposedly <laughs> 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 okay so i'm gonna go ahead and get things started with our first segment hot take news good evening i'm ron burgundy and this is what's happening
1: in your world tonight
0: All right. So um, first order of business here in the hot take news. I'm scrolling through my news feed, looking for articles, trying to figure out what I should inform the audience upon. And what do I see? But a headline that says China has done human testing to create biologically enhanced super soldiers. Captain China is coming to these streets sooner or later. Uh, U.S. intelligence shows that China has conducted human testing on members of their army in hope of developing soldiers with, quote, biologically enhanced capabilities. Johnny, as the resident mutant expert of the Hunto show, uh, I got to thinking. So, like, it sounds crazy, right? I don't think they're going to create flying dragon people. What what do you think the actual realm of possibility for what these genetically CRISPR enhanced Chinese soldiers (laughs) can do and be.
1: This is getting blown out way out of proportion, okay? The way to interpret this is uh, China catching up to American height. <laughs> okay, that, that's all it is. This this genetic thing is going to gain them two or three inches in height, which makes them like a five, eight, five, nine. <laughs> I, I don't know man.
0: That. I think it's more than that.
1: That's it. Maybe they can consume more rice in one sitting, but that's <laughs> about it. For the record, audience, Johnny is Asian.
0: (laughs) What are you talking about?
1: I'm Caucasian.
0: Uh, Without the.
1: (laughs) I walk right into that. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I got the thing. I thought about it, and I say to myself, so they're probably not going to create the Incredible Hulk. At the very least, they won't release him at first but I think they can probably create a dude that's like three times stronger than a regular person. I think that's pretty sure. And I guarantee they can make some type of hyper-intelligent soldier, like a 200 IQ. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I say I think us as a human race can try to keep them the Pandora box closed on genetic manipulation, but you know it's going to happen at some point. Some crazy scientist is going to do it. So you might as well let China do it. Let them work out what? all the can kink- No! <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Love work
0: out all the kinks. Uh nah man. So like it's funny that all the people who actually understand AI are like AI is going to kill us, and then everybody keeps working on AI. And I'm like, hey, shouldn't we listen to the <laughs> AI expert who's like, I don't know, going to work Monday through Friday, building it and then doing conferences on the weekend saying how it's going to destroy the world? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not good. <laughs> Um, also, this this whole genetic modification stuff, man, I don't know. They're going to turn off some gene. That guy's going to have a child. Then it's going to uh, be worse than COVID. It's going to spread some type of crazy genetic virus.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I think instead of Captain, I think it's Red Guardian, right? That's the communist version of Captain America, right?
0: You know, I tried Googling that. I couldn't find the guy. Is that who it is, Red Guardian? <laughs>
2: uh, well, he's the, he's the. I think he's the USSR version of Captain uh, America, yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, uh,
0: I forget. I don't know if China and Russia actually are cool with each other, or if they have beef, or if they don't even cross paths. Does anybody know?
2: I think they're pretty cool with each other. Right?
0: Mm. Yeah, I think
1: so. I think they started their own space cooperation
2: mm. agreements and stuff too.
1: So yeah, I think they're more closer than obviously us. So.
0: Yeah, we'll look out for that war coming soon. Then the USA versus the combination of uh, China and Russia. It's a yeah. no bueno.
2: Because I think I think the Chinese government based itself off of like what the russian government was at the time
1: right
0: Hmm. so so speaking of uh the china and russia connection i saw two different headlines along the same lines that i saw that uh, the chinese company huawei is working with the chinese government to develop an ai software that can identify the Uyghur muslim population via their surveillance system so we've all heard about hopefully The Uyghur Muslims uh, that are like Chinese people, like a certain sect of Chinese people that they're putting in these, uh, quote unquote, re-education camps and uh, basically harassing them and uh, harvesting their organs too, like all kinds of crazy stuff they're doing to these Uyghurs. And now they've got a uh, surveillance program that can tell them from, I guess, Han Chinese majority. And also Russia is installing facial recognition cameras and thousands of schools in Russia. This stuff get out of control. It's, AI, it's the AI. Yeah. It's the exact same thing I'm saying. Just because it's going yeah. to happen in Russia and China and then they're going to perfect it on their kids, wink, wink, and then they're going to roll yeah. it out nationwide and kill all the dissidents.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like some of these headlines or news articles or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how true they are. Like they, they sound so spot on to how we perceive China and Russia that I think folks like us readily accept them very easily. Like, yeah, of course, that sounds like Russians. That's what they would do. Hey, the Chinese, of course, that's what they would do too. But how much is it really true? You know, like, I don't know. So I'm going to put that seed of doubt in there and say, hey, more likely than not, elements of it is true. But are they harvesting the organs of their Uyghur population? I wouldn't go that far, maybe. Mm -hmm. Not seeing any data behind it.
0: I mean, I've seen multiple...
1: So I've I've met somebody who is a uh, a Uyghur
0: truther who thinks that the the camps and stuff aren't, aren't real and whatnot. This is a person who I, I respect in some ways, but they also have some wild views. And so, like, it's interesting <laughs> to, to see if I trust that or not. But um, I don't know, man. It it, yeah. it all seems to comport with what I think they're doing. So yeah,
1: I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the whole point right there. Where we're like, I wonder. You know, I, I'm sure they had uh, their views of America as like. Of course, every American has a gun. There's a gun-toting person, uh, and they dispute uh, disagreements in the street by shooting each other with their stand my ground, you know, laws and such. So, how is this true? How is this not true? Exactly, it just plays to the culture so well.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I saw like a, a meme on uh, on Reddit. It was like a, this is a European's view of an American breakfast, and it was like a plate with thirty slices of bacon, like six eggs. <laughs> a gun. (laughs) It was one egg.
2: That was a problem.
0: It was one egg. It was one one egg, 30 pieces of bacon, a gun, and a cup, a big cup of coffee with a cup, a coffee mug that also had guns on it. (laughs) So I was like, ah! Accurate. (laughs) Pretty close. Pretty close.
1: Hey, Bo, so how like, what's your view of Russia and China these days? Like, are they our enemies? Are they?
2: I don't think they I I think they're largely more boogeymen than, than actual enemies. I think when, you know, I mean, I went to China like three or four years ago and, you know, it, you, you don't really, you really see like um, people just really struggling and stuff like that. There probably is like a large state apparatus because, you know, I think the people have kind of, their economic station has has gotten a lot better because of the, the state and so the state can pretty much probably do whatever they want and the people are just going to be like okay with it so it's it's kind of hard to see like i could see the state getting away with a lot more than let's say another place like in europe or something like that uh, but but yeah i don't i don't really see the like culturally where they would maybe be more inclined to like harvest someone's organs like I don't see that,
0: you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, Johnny.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we're teetering on the edge. I think Trump has gotten us to the edge, and very thankful that Biden's now going to be president. I think he'll uh, back us off of that edge in a uh, more of a measured way. So uh. mm, I hope so.
0: I don't know about that one, though. <laughs> so uh, Biden's not a war monger; Secretary of State is, but we'll see. All right, uh, so. Moral of that story is don't harvest organs, <laughs>
1: <And> that, <laughs> but be an organ donor. Though.
0: Do yes, yeah, exactly. Go through the uh, give your do give organs just through for free for free <laughs> for through free. the appropriate channels, <laughs> and uh, and that's the hot tech news
1: for all of us here at News Center Four.
0: I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. Oh, we'll be right back after this.
1: All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to my favorite segment, the Captain's Rare Room, where we can discuss very secret and very close-hold information in a very safe and healthy
2: environment. That's
1: right. We're opening you guys up to the circle of trust, and
2: I'm (laughs) Science Officer Lance reporting for duty. First Officer Bo, here to make that circle of trust more (laughs) circular.
1: That's what what you do, Bo.
2: Yeah.
1: All right guys, it's uh, you know, it's very customary this time of the year to uh discuss our New Year's resolutions. That's right. It's time to talk about what we're going to aim for next year, but before we do that, I want to do a quick recap on how we did this past year with our resolutions.
0: Actually, I think this might be the one year that I met my my resolutions in like my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you first Lance how did it go I forget if it was this year yeah it must have been last year but I um, I lost a bunch of weight last year and I kept it all off this year and um, for the last forever my resolution has been to uh, get my my finances situation in order and all it took was a global pandemic restricting my movements and ability to do anything in the world in order for me to spend way less money so <laughs> easy peasy uh, <laughs> yeah right you know <laughs> Uh, COVID you know people give, talk bad about COVID but you know they never talk about the good part
1: <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I, I'll cut that out <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so, so actually Alliance, from last year's episode your two resolutions were oh yeah okay look at you doing research better time management and uh-huh. um, on top of volunteering for election work you would volunteer to help out the community in some way Oh, those are my two. Yeah. Two. Um, How'd it go, buddy? What was the first one? Uh, time management. Time management. And specifically, one example you gave, which I think you probably knocked out of the park, was you said, uh, while you're doing random stuff around the house, instead of just listening or you know, putting some TV show in the background, that you'd actually like listen to uh, knowledge or something, you know, like listen to books or make more use of your dead time.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I definitely did that. Um, I've re- read. Um, I think uh, I've six, read 60 books this year audiobooks and um, read the equivalent of another uh, 50 books of news articles so yeah I know yeah, it's driven me crazy though <laughs> uh, so there's that and then the volunteering I, I think I really did have the intention of doing that but um, I am oh. not willing to do it during pandemic, I guess. So, I, yeah, I did. I did do election stuff virtually. Lots of election stuff virtually. A lot of texting and phone banking. But, um, nah, nah, nah. I, I'm a, I'm a good person, but I'm not give food at the homeless shelter during uh, con, highly contagious pandemic. Amount of good person it turns out. So. All right,
1: all right. I, I yeah. think you get a good, I don't know. definitely a passing grade. Yeah, yeah. gold. Yeah. yeah, I say no, I don't know about gold.
0: You know, I give myself a nice uh. Bronze, bronze. That's a brown. <laughs> hey, that's good stuff, man. All right,
2: all right, all right. All right. Okay,
1: so you started thinking about your twenty twenty one goals, Bo.
2: Okay.
1: How do you think you did last year?
2: uh I think, you know, I think I did okay. I don't remember resolutions. I would just say I survived oh. this year. So, <laughs> so good on it's me. Right?
1: It took. Had to reevaluate
0: halfway through and change our resolutions to come out twenty twenty alive, yes. lungs intact. <laughs>
1: It, it's okay, Bo. I I went through the old uh, star log, okay. uh, pulled up your personal records okay. without your permission. Oh, and uh, and your um, resolutions, Bo, were also time management. Yep. and also to help more people out, to be oh. more outward facing versus inward facing.
2: Okay, the perfect year before it. Yeah. How'd you do that? <laughs> Uh, I'll say I think um, time management still just as miserable as I ever was. Uh, maybe next year. I'll keep that as my, you know, my life resolution, really. I guess say. But um, as far as uh, outward stuff, I did a little help with volunteer support at uh, nice. my place of employment. So um, that was good. And I also I gave some money to some charities and I promised some time to a charity, but they haven't contacted me. So contact them. No, no, I did. I, I, I contacted probably. them. They haven't responded yet. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I fought real hard to, to volunteer at a, a women's shelter a couple years back and they would not let me do it. I'm, they wouldn't contact me.
2: <laughs> I, I guess you just have to be a little bit more, um, more dogged about that kind of stuff. It, they're not hurting for people. I guess it's the, the takeaway I get.
0: I guess it's a good time.
2: Uh,
0: Oh, so also back to time management. um, I think I got a little bit better at it, but whenever I'm procrastinating at the same level I was before, I feel way worse about it. So I've got that part going. I definitely (laughs) hate myself as I'm procrastinating, but I uh, haven't stopped doing it though. (laughs) Baby steps.
2: Baby steps, baby steps.
0: Still plenty of year left to
2: to get it going. Well, Johnny, (laughs) you... Now I guess it's your turn to self evaluate, huh? Captain. Yeah.
0: yeah, Johnny's Johnny's real good about like reading us back our
1: stuff and then moving on. Yeah. <laughs> As the captain, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> now mine was I think the one I shared on the podcast was the I would be uh increasing my sustainability efforts. Oh, nice. So, I I feel like it's all right. I uh during the pandemic here, I've been trying to grow a lot of stuff. All of them yeah, have failed. What
0: what'd yeah. you try to grow?
1: I tried growing cucumber, kale, arugula, microgreens, tomatoes, uh, bell peppers.
0: I grew tomatoes as a kid.
1: Tomatoes are easy. You would think. I've achieved two tiny tomatoes thus far.
2: No.
0: We're uh, oh, growing grape, grape tomatoes. I need
1: bell peppers. problem. What's that?
2: We're growing <laughs> grape tomatoes. That's
1: the that's the problem there.
0: Say so going for pomodoro, <laughs> on ended up at grape.
1: <laughs> I think the the best result so far, which is not much still, is um is um shallots. Oh, Ooh. those are useful. Yeah, useful, easy. You, you get the green uh, scallions on top, and then you get the the uh, shallots in the bottom. It's fantastic. So hold
0: yeah. on, is that what a uh, uh, a scallion is? The type of a shallot?
2: I thought so, right? Yeah. <gasps> Psst,
0: blew my mind. I had no idea. <laughs> Man, plants are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I saw a time-lapse video of a bell pepper growing from the actual little seed inside the bell pepper. I was like, oh, it really is a seed. Like It's not just a seed-like thing. Some guy planted it and then time-lapsed it over I think it was ninety days from the little bell pepper seed until it was like a full on yeah. mm-hmm. bell pepper, and I was like, "Huh, look at that." It yeah. didn't seem like he did that much work to it either. I'm like, you know, there's much money that I spent on these damn bell peppers.
2: <laughs> I tried doing that with a mango ch- mango seed once, and that turned out miserable. It just it just <laughs> rotted, and I was like, "What is it? Isn't the seed supposed to just grow?" <laughs> I don't know.
0: So you need that Monsanto. Yes, the
2: missing. I know that's how did we ever <laughs> grow mangoes before there were large, you know, companies like bioengineering plants for you.
0: I don't know, man. Can't, can't ask caveman, man. Can you? <laughs> Gotta ask my <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So,
1: real quick, twenty twenty one, one thing. Um, well, I mean, so I
0: fully anticipate the pandemic still being a huge issue. Through the entirety of 2021, so um, my first and foremost, and I think the 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 average person's first and foremost goal should be to remain healthy and uh, keep uh, your loved ones safe, at least from you, if not from the world. So, if you got to give up a little productivity to achieve that goal, Lance does not fault you for that, um, <laughs> and and anybody else can't either. I'm just I can only speak for myself, you know. Um, so I'm going to try and keep my finances in order, keep my sanity in its tenuous uh position or better, and uh, not get sick. Inshallah,
2: (laughs) didn't Biden say that
0: in a debate? I did see that, yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm I'm surprised Fox News didn't jump on that, but I guess it doesn't work on Biden.
2: (laughs) All right, so
1: keep self and others healthy and do better at financial management
2: got it both so that's on your plate so I've, I've i've thought about this a little bit and it's going to be it's kind of a vague answer and, and not really a directional thing so this it's kind of a hard metric to meet. but the idea i think i want to be is more deliberate with my life i think that's uh, oh, yeah there you yeah go. so i think most of Most of like my twenties and my thirties, you know, have been, I would consider it more reactionary, you know, things happen and I react to it. Right. Um, But I think I'm going to try to be more deliberate in curating a life that I am proud of, I guess. And that's kind of my, at least that's what I'm trying to shift my focus towards. Be like, okay, I want to be this type of person and I want to be more dogged about it, you know? and stubborn about
0: write down your goals
2: yeah, yeah.
0: right down yeah, right down and
2: you know just
0: and display write down and display them so when every day you look at them you're not working well, towards them
2: you're disappointing well, yourself. the thing though is usually like i i so one of my goals i was trying to do it was like run a marathon in a week so run 26 miles in one week right and i uh-huh. i kept getting i get to like 20 something miles right and the, the last, like, three or four miles, I could never find time to make it. And so I was thinking in in a, in a period of seven days from now until the end of the year, I have to run 26 miles in that seven-day period. And I've come close a couple times, but I haven't made it. And that's my short-term goal that I'm going to try to make before the end of 2020. I believe. You know, Go Bo.
1: I believe yeah. in you, buddy. I think you can do it heck yeah, man! You got this. You got this. Just
0: use that long stride to just to for your own uh, workout purposes. I think you can you can make it. Oh wait, it's not a time thing. It's not a distance. Oh yeah, it's a distance thing. Yeah, yeah, long stride. You got it. <laughs>
2: Boom, halfway
1: there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man! I love the words you were using there. Curating my life. You know, be more dogged about it. Look at that.
2: All right. Oh. I got all the words.
1: <laughs> all right all right um yeah i think my goal which i uh i think my low level goal for one of my low level goals for next year is just to get better at photography so not not knowing the travel situation quite yet uh, i think something that is within my sphere of control is getting a little bit better with photography skills so learn some new tips new tricks crank out some stuff every so often yeah just have some fun with it
0: yeah, there you go. There's big money in it too if you get good. I know people are out there paying five hundred dollars a photo. Well, at least a thousand probably, man, for the yeah. good stuff. Wild
2: wild. So, so you're doing photography and that, that reminded me there's a celebrity out there and he was the I'm trying to remember his, his name. He played uh My Name is Earl. Jason Uh uh
0: Anderson or something like that. Jason
2: yeah. Well, oh, so he, do you know anything about this guy? I don't know if you know anything about Jason Lee. That's his name. So yeah. he was in his teenage years, he was a pro skater, right? And then he went from pro skating to acting and he was a successful, he was like one of the best skaters. He's like in the skating hall of fame and he's became, what? and then he, <laughs> he, he became an actor starting at like mall rats and stuff. Like that. And he did a long stint where he was a successful actor you know, doing multiple movies. And now he's into professional photography. That's his new, that's his latest thing. So. Wow. All right. All
0: right. He was good on that show too. I, I like that yeah. show a lot. Um Man, I, I should probably, I mean, I'm going to seek out an interview with him, a long form podcast interview with him. He sounds.
2: Yeah, he's just one of these guys that just kind of, he just successful. What he does.
0: Let's, see, let's check out Jason Lee's net worth. What do you guys think? Throw a number out there.
2: 8 million.
1: Oh. Nah, I'm going to go uh 30 200k.
0: What? No way. <laughs> it's a kind of money. My name is Earl. It was a big hit for like
1: 10 years. I don't know, what 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 network are you talking about? NBC or something? Oh, I think meant like his like follow oh,
2: something. Yeah. You were closer. His 20 I think on IMDb, or celebritynetwork.com.
1: Yeah,
0: 125000 per episode. Man, I'm wasting my talents on this <laughs> podcast stuff. I need to get on this hit <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go to South Beach. Take my talent to South Beach. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Great recap on the last year. Thanks for sharing the goals for next year. And don't worry, I'll still be here to hold you both accountable for them. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Transfer of data is complete. All right, guys. Let's... uh. We'll see you again soon for our final segment. All
2: right. Bye. Welcome back to the Hunto Show. Now it is time for our world-famous pop culture segment. This is where we discuss what is new, what is hot, and what has touched your soul. Johnny, <laughs> as a surveyor-, surveyor of the vast expanse that is Netflix, can you guide us to the gyms?
0: I... Can? The gyms are closed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we're,
1: oh wait, we're in Florida. Sh- Never mind.
2: <laughs> I, I should say, like, gemstones or something. <laughs> uh,
1: you, you know I can, Bo, but, you know, I think I like to uh, uh, diversify my palate taste these uh-huh. days a little bit. And I've been consuming, let's see here, Star Trek Discovery Season 3, which I can't highly recommend quite yet unless you're just a huge Trek lover so oh so there's that is
0: it is it, it's worse than the other two this is the worst season
1: uh, it's on part of the first season so far and I like the second season the best but the second season had a special uh, uh, character for all season that I really loved so there's that but yeah it's uh yeah if you're a uh, Trekkie can't go wrong with it you know so don't uh, don't think about it too hard and uh, let's see here Just started the first episode of uh, season five of The Expanse that's airing on Amazon Prime. So Mm -hmm. far, so good. The crew's kind of back together, which is always good to see. And I hear they're making a season six to finish it all off. Um, So that's going to be fantastic. I'm not a fan of Amazon's... uh, They only released three episodes, and I believe they're releasing them weekly thereafter, maybe, which I don't like as much, but there's that. And uh let's see, and to finish off the sci-fi fantasy round a little bit, I uh finished up the Mandalorian season two on that um, one, so okay, go ahead, Lance. right well, so two questions
0: um with the expanse, everybody keeps saying it's so good, so I'm going to watch it, and then maybe during winter break here I- I'll pick it up. Can I play Nintendo while watching it and still get it no?
1: No. Okay. No. Maybe that's
0: for the crown then. All right. And Mandalorian, Uh, I, I finished season two, so I think it's probably still so fresh that we shouldn't give away any spoilers.
1: Nope. Nope. Definitely not. I'll just say um, it's not a spoiler that uh, um, Baby Yoda is still in it. And I think mm-hmm. uh, he uh, definitely steals the show in multiple scenes, mm-hmm. which uh, my wife thoroughly loved. Um. And I think I like the world building they're doing a little bit here, you know, it's getting a little interesting to see how the Mandalorian fits in the greater context of Star Wars. I think in season one, it felt like a true standalone series episode. Maybe they need to do that to get its own foundation going. But now that it's a, a, a thing they're they're floating it into the greater context of Star Wars which I appreciate so you know I love world building universe building type stuff so to see how it all comes together it's very rewarding
0: yeah there's a ton of Star Wars media out there and i think that they're actually have been doing a pretty good job of connecting like the cartoons to the the Disney plus shows and from what i hear that they've already announced like th- two or three spin-offs to mando already um do you, based on how the season two ended, do you think there will be a season three? Yes,
1: Mandalorian is the okay. flagship of the Disney uh, streaming service, so they'll, they'll yeah. keep bringing it back. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I don't. It's a controversial opinion here. I love the Mandalorian show. I will watch as much of it as they can give me. I do not think it is a great show. <laughs> I think it, it's uh It's it's a very the story is like he just goes around doing stuff (laughs) and i mean i guess that's what everything is but it's um i don't know it's not grandiose it's not building towards some great thing but like i love it and it's great and not all tv needs to be game of thrones Mm -hmm. you know it can -hmm. can be mandalorian and uh, it's great (laughs) (laughs)
2: is it is it kind of in so when i think of jean favreau movies i think that he is you know, he's a competent director, so you're, you're not going to get crap. You're going to get a pretty good movie, but you're not going to get anything great.
0: Oh, I think he makes great stuff. I like John Favreau's stuff. I'm not going to let you just poo-poo on <laughs> John Favreau. Like I'm poo-pooing.
2: <laughs> I'm going to call him the, John Poo-poo. That's what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the production value on Mando is great. The actors are campy, but like it's supposed to be because of Star Wars. You know, the the costumes for the aliens are supposed to look weird. You know, so um what's the name? Uh It's, it's a trap. That guy. He, he's supposed to look like he's a guy in a mask. So he keep. It's a it's a show made in 2020 with an aesthetic from
1: 1970, and it 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 follows that you know. I don't know, man. I think I I need to correct you now. that the acting oh, yeah? of the thing has been pretty good. I like it. Yeah, but
0: nice. they're definitely it's definitely campy. campy. It's campy. It's
1: not campy. The acting is <laughs> fantastic. I think. I like it. Man. What's what, what's a bad acting?
0: uh it, so it's not nothing bad again it's just star wars the uh, uh well i don't want to give away spoilers but okay Bocatan. so i won't say who that person is uh-huh. but uh that actress is very it's like a soap she's very soap opera she, she's like you know mando we're going to do this thing and i will become the queen of mando or mandalorian or something like that and the stormtroopers can't shoot it's it's, it's madness it's fun it's good though it's good i recommend it
1: yeah <laughs> You keep digging that hole deeper, man. You you speak ill of Starbucks. You you have a whole other side of the sci-fi world against you. <laughs> I know. So like the cool thing about that
0: actress is that she is in everything, and so like uh you know what you're getting with yeah. her. Is she, was she is her performance in Mandalorian on par with her performance in Battlestar? Yeah. Huh? Well, there you go. Yeah. You just like bad actress. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, it, it All right, so has, uh, one more thing about Mandalorian. I really have to give a shout out to uh, Timothy uh, Oliphant. Oliphant. Yeah, fantastic actor. I love everything he touches. Good stuff. Yeah, he was. I
0: mean, like the supporting cast in Mando is great. I love the main actor, even though you never see him. Uh, I like, I like, I love Gina Carano. I, I was so happy to see her in a, in media ever since. Uh, I liked her when she was an MMA fighter. Now she says say some some wild stuff on Twitter. Don't look into it if you want to keep liking her. I wish she would be quiet. Aside from that, uh, Giancarlo Esposito is great. This show's got a great cast. It's not a great show, but I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and uh, I'll go. I'll give my uh, things I've watched since the last uh, airing of the Junto show. So I've spoken on Mandalorian already. Probably top three shows of 2020 for me. Next episode will rank them. Uh, I watched The Boys Season 2. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. People were saying it wasn't as good as the first season. People were hating on it. I don't see why. It hit on awesomeness for me. It gave me everything I wanted. It's great. Um did you guys watch uh, boys season two?
2: Yeah, I saw it. It was great. I saw it. it was it was yeah, good. You, it, it was good. Yeah, right. I, I think um there was it I don't know exactly what it is, but uh I'll say that there were parts where they didn't pull punches. And it was it was funny. Like the the amount of gore was comedic. Oh, oh! Say it again. Say it again. The amount of gore. robot. The amount of gore Probably. they had was. It was almost like it was comedy. But then when they were they tried to be like an actual fight scene and stuff like that, and like me to get into the action, I just would rather it be like extra campy. Instead, I'll say the the boys. The boys was a. It's a good show. Um, I'd recommend it, but you know, it's violent. It's 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 borderline if I like it. It's borderline my taste. So.
0: Oh, really? No, I love it. Okay. and uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Bo, I watched uh, Train to Busan 2 P- Peninsula. It was not good. Uh, if you like Train to Busan 1, it's a Korean zombie movie. The first one is great. Unequivocally great. You should watch
2: it. The second one... The anime is also pretty good, too. Is that on Netflix? I uh, don't remember if it's on Netflix. There's an anime that's supposed to be like a prequel. Ooh,
0: okay. So. I'll be watching that tonight. Yeah,
2: but the second movie, the Peninsula movie, not good.
0: And I watched uh, The New Mutants, the long-awaited, long-delayed X-Men universe movie New Mutants uh, with Arya Stark, the actress that plays Arya Stark and some other people in it. And uh, (laughs) Cannot recommend it at all. Not good. I don't know why they made that movie. I don't know who it was for. It wasn't cool. It wasn't funny. It wasn't scary. It was just a lot of
1: time so yeah he's been quite harsh on that too i i, I saw that and i thought it was fine it served a purpose again same recommendation as the uh, star trek discovery if you're a trekkie watch discovery if you're a big fan of uh mutants watch new mutants i i don't think you're gonna walk away thinking like oh, that was horrible i think they'll walk away thinking like hey, how's that, that, that could have been like a made-for-TV, one-hour, two-hour episode. I've been super happy with that. But a movie that was in gestation for, like, a couple of years had so much hype built behind it. That yeah, I, I think that hype didn't do it any favors.
0: Well, I mean, I just I agree with that. If I had seen that as an a, a episode of a TV, that would have been fine. But as a movie,
1: oh, well, a different standard. Well, but then again, put it in perspective, I mean, we watched it from home. I didn't go to movie theaters to... Uh, devote a whole night for this movie. I just streamed it online from my couch. So in that context, I was like, "Yeah, good enough. That was good enough. man." Yeah. I, if I if I can go back I wouldn't watch it. All right. So what's the what's the rotten tomato oh, score oh. on uh New Mutants? Uh, I'm sure it's low. I'm gonna guess the uh, thirty seven there you go, thirty four percent for critics. Yeah. Uh-huh. For for users, <laughs> I'm gonna guess 54 Ooh,
0: Johnny, spot on. Thirty four percent tomato and uh fifty six for uh users. I know
1: my stuff. haven't lost it. (laughs) A year off of the movies, uh, you you haven't lost your touch. (laughs) And I will add maybe another, a lot of good Easter eggs in there for comic book readers because they kept those characters very true to form. They didn't. I heard they didn't. Go on now. Uh, Well, at least their background was very true to form. So maybe as a a new person watching the movie, like, what's with all these weird backgrounds that they have and all this stuff? You know, maybe it wouldn't make sense. But for me as a comic book reader, it's like, I, I thank you for not changing these characters just to conform to mainstream. Yeah, so
2: I'm happy with.
1: You. I didn't mean to go in the deep in this movie, but you said the exact
0: opposite of what's going on. And I hate to uh, talk X Men stuff against Johnny, but it was a big thing on woke Twitter that there was this character I think called Sunspot in the in the New Mutants movie. And in the comic book, he's he's Brazilian. He's Brazilian in the movie, but in the comic book, he's a darker skinned Brazilian and that is a big part of his identity. And the director purposely cast him as a very light skinned Brazilian and then said that it said some like real callous stuff like, nah, he he, I I wanted this character to to look like he had money. Indicating like that (laughs) some stuff like that. So like he yeah, so like the actor was the wrong tone and that was a big thing. And then the the director came out and was like, Yeah, dark skinned people can't look like they have elegance. And so uh that was a big Issue with the casting in the movie, There's some other thing too. But like, that's enough. Yeah, okay. Well,
1: I mean, if I had known that, there might have been a little bit of something and uh, to taint and such. But since I didn't know that, fantastic. Yeah, no, no, was not good. fantastic.
0: Okay, and and uh, yeah, that's, that's all I've seen. I, well, okay. One more thing. Okay, I saw this movie called A Day in the Life. Um, it is a rap opera uh, movie written by sticky fingers of the rap group onyx it's like a 90s rap group and it's not it's no hamilton (laughs) mind you it's it's uh it's like 90s bt level uh entertainment (laughs) Um, with the guy oh man it it was so funny it had so many big name like black actors in it for it to be so bad (laughs) but good at the same time so like uh i don't know if if you're really into 90s hip-hop watch A Day in the Life, if you can find a copy of
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's my turn. Um, so I actually, the past um, few weeks or so, I've, I've gone with it, so I've, I was watching some movies. There's, um, let's see, the, the last one, I think that comes to my head that I watched was uh, My High School Sinks Into the Sea. Um, and it's an animated, it's an animated show uh with um some pretty big name uh comedian actors in it and essentially it's just about like a high school uh, (laughs) um that sinks into the ocean and these couple of kids have to navigate through the the high school as it escapes and it's kind of funny like susan sarandon plays the the lunch lady and it's and it's a relatively funny show it's probably one of the worst animated things i've ever seen but i liked it it was well written um, other than that, one of the, the big things I'm trying to do is actually I've gotten rid of my television. So wow. I, I haven't consumed any new visual media. Like, I guess I still have a computer, but I haven't I haven't really used it in like like almost a month, it feels like.
0: Wow. I don't even know. So, I would evaporate. <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's kind of strange. It's like the less the less I'm kind of keeping plugged in. That kind of stuff, the less I'm of a draw that I guess is having on me. Like before, it'd be like, okay, now you know it's eight o'clock, I have to watch my movie or something like that. Oh, and uh, now that you know it's it's fine, I just tried to listen to someone of a book and I'm okay. Uh, I think we lost our Zoom meeting,
0: yeah. I'm setting another one back up, all right. I think if I didn't have the 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 waves from the screens hitting my face that my cellular structure <laughs> <laughs> would not be able to maintain its integrity <laughs> it's keeping me together yeah.
2: <laughs> the radiation there, there is kind of a, a thing where it's like I'm, I'm hoping that by not taking my time and, and watching shows that I'll be I'll spend my time doing something else and so in essence I'll be more productive person um, that hasn't come to fruition yet. So I'm still not as productive.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we like to call that the best of both worlds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no TV and still not productive. Just yeah, there, the, there you go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's probably, I guess anything else you want to talk about for pop culture?
1: Nope. Good. Okay, guys. then
0: I think we have just had another excellent episode of the Junto show. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it greatly. If you would please uh leave us a five star review in the iTunes uh, podcast app. You can also uh hit us on our Patreon. Johnny, give us the info.
1: Patreon.com Patreon. slash junto show. Yeah, and uh if you
0: go there and donate, you can get access to our premium content, such as today's premium episode, where you can hear us talk about the threats or not to democracy that the actions of Donald Trump since the election have had on our system. So they had a gr- rousing great discussion about that, assuming that that audio comes through, actually. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of the Junto Show. Until then, I'm Lance.
1: I'm Johnny.
2: And I'm
0: Boo. So, we'll see you on the next episode. Be safe. Wear
2: your mask. Bye. See you all.